stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick. And this week, I'm joined by Zach's associate stock strategist, Dan LeBeau, to talk about one of the hot areas in the market that I don't think I've ever talked about on the market edge. So this is a first for this, and it's the cybersecurity stocks. Yes, I know some of you on Twitter have been asking me to cover this area. So we are here in 2021. And as I said, it's one of the hot areas. And some of that is because of the recently um, revealed, let's just call it, attacks on U.S. government and a lot of big companies, including Microsoft, in December of 2020, where uh, you know FireEye said that they were breached and they said the attacker stole, quote, the red team tools used by the company. And that's where they contest customer security. So we don't even know the extent of the hack yet. We just know it was bad. And a lot of government agencies were apparently hacked along with it. So more will be coming out about that. But it put cybersecurity back into the spotlight once again. It seems like some kind of an event like this happens every couple of uh, years that puts the focus back on. And now everybody is wondering, you know, how vulnerable are they and their companies and what types of protection can they buy out there? So, as I said, these stocks have been super hot. They were already hot going into the news of that attack. And I took a look um, before we get into more about it into the ETFs and just the industry in general, because it's not my area of expertise. And I brought Dan on board here because, Dan, I'm hoping you know more (laughs) than I do about what's going on here. But I was uh, interested to see that the analysts expect the cybersecurity industry to grow about 10 to 12 percent a year over the next just six years. I don't know why they stop in six years, but they do. Um, So that's pretty good double digit growth in there. And so that's why everybody's diving into this area, I think, too, is because the growth is there. So let's talk about the ETFs just a little bit because it gives you kind of an overview of what's going on in the stocks in the sector. So I took a look at the Global X cybersecurity ETF. It's ticker BUG. That's easy to remember. B-U-G. It's at new highs. It only launched in October of 2019, so it's fairly new, but that was good timing by Global X. It has 27 holdings, and its one-year return is 61%. Now, remember, the NASDAQ was up 42% during that period. This includes a little part of 2021 here while we're, we're recording this in the beginning of 2021. It has an expense ratio of 0.5%. And a couple of its big holdings are names you probably know. Palo Alto Networks is its largest holding at 7%. Then CrowdStrike, Okta, Okta, how do you pronounce it? Okta? Yeah, Okta. Uh, Okta. Uh, Zscaler is number four. All of those are 6% or so. Um, so again, these are like names everybody is aware of now. Uh, the second one I took a look at is one of the older cybersecurity ETFs, the First Trust NASDAQ cybersecurity ETF, CIBR is the ticker there. 
And that was inception in July 2015. So it's the old fogey on the block. Expense ratio of 0.6%. Its biggest holding is CrowdStrike at 7.2%. Then Zscaler, Accenture is number three. Cisco, number four. Five is Splunk. So a little bit different focus, it looks like there, given the names. But one-year return is up 43%, about the same as the NASDAQ at 42. So just kind of trading in line with the NASDAQ there. So, Dan, um, when I was looking at, like, what stocks do I need to look at in this sector, obviously a couple names jumped to the forefront. FireEye does because it's just in the news given what was just announced in December about the hack into its systems. And then CrowdStrike, which everybody knows of, even me, and which has been super hot over the last year. Is that yeah. right to start then with just those two? Yeah. So, I mean, FireEye, it's interesting you said they just had a hack. So, so they, they've been, it seems like they've been hacked over and over again because they <laughs> were the uh, the main uh, security platform for Equinox's hack in 2017. So, <laughs> wow. All right. You know, the, the Equifax's breach was massive. It was, you know, half pretty much half of the u.s population's information financial information was yeah. vulnerable about a fourth of the british population's information was vulnerable and you know i mean this company has just been taking hit after hit this is not this is not a company that i would really trust to invest into this day and age um, really? i mean obviously they they, they they they've learned from their mistakes probably but you know with all these hacks going on it's it's something that i would probably stay away from for now my favorite stock in the industry okay, wait, right now. Out. So okay. I I was thinking along the same lines you were thinking, like, why would I want to invest in the stock and the company that was hacked in this way? <laughs> I would not. But then I went and looked at the stock because I don't follow FireEye closely as a stock. And I see that it's up 66% in the last month. So are people thinking the other way? Like... They're I gonna think what they're, what they're thinking is, is, you know, Biden came out, he said after the solar winds attack, um, you know, the, the Russians hacked solar winds. And he's he's saying that he's going to put a lot of emphasis on cybersecurity during his um, his presidential regime. And I think people are thinking they're going to get these subsidies um, and they're they're investing in these cybersecurity companies, no matter who it is, I think. Okay. Um, that's that's my thought process on it, at least. And, you know. We've had a huge bid in uh, the cybersecurity sector since November, um, and I think a lot of this has to do with what's going on in the the broader market. People are realizing that the stay-at-home work environment is not is not a short-term thing. I mean, I think it's going yeah. to be a uh, a more long-term new normal, if you will, um, for our economy and. Uh, according to PwC, 96% of executives have shifted their cybersecurity strategy during this COVID crisis, and despite 90, or sorry, despite 64% of them expecting revenue declines this year in 2021, 55% of these executives are saying that they're going to increase their 2021 uh, cybersecurity budget. And I think that there's there's a lot of opportunity in the space, and it's interesting that it's just happening now. People are just realizing it as of November. But um, I think there's still a ton of opportunity um, in this in this sector. Okay, so let's 
switch over to CrowdStrike then, because that's the most popular name, I feel. Ticker mm-hmm. CRWD. Um, I took a look at it, but I'm the value investor here. <laughs> and I was like, uh, like, well, I, I, I like it, but the PE is insane. Um, but it has tremendous sales growth right now. So mm-hmm. what is your take on it? And can it stay this hot? And what is what is driving its growth? So this company is born on the cloud. It's it's the modern cloud solution for the escalating security threats in this internet age. And it's it's really setting the tone for cybersecurity all around the industry. I think people are really setting this as the benchmark of what to catch up to. You know, they, they're continuously learning with their Falcon platform, which is their AI platform. And it's continuously learning as it, it has more and more customers. And, you know, obviously 2020 has been a tremendous tailwind. It's had 80% top line growth quarter over quarter. And, you um, know, I don't love the valuation, like you said. It's up 300% yeah. over the last 52 weeks, trading at an over 40 times price to sales. So I don't wow. love that. Um, I, and it's still, you know, it still has a red inked bottom line. I think there is a reckoning. This is, a you know, one of those 2019 IPOs. I think it was June of 2019 that IPO'd. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of euphoria for a lot of these companies. And I think there could be a reckoning in the stock. I'm not rushing into the stock at its all-time highs today, but I think if it what's it trading? I think it's trading at somewhere around 235. So I yeah. I'm waiting for the stock to drop below about 200 before I consider buying it. Um, but I think this company really is the future of of cybersecurity. You know, real-time data analytics on this stuff, and it's able to act on its own without you know without an outside source doing this. And it has, four, sorry, it has uh, 16 different modules that uh, that companies are able to, to leverage. And, you know, with, with more and more endpoints, that's that's the real the real word we've been hearing a lot in cybersecurity is endpoint security. And these endpoints include, you know, cell phones, laptops, desktops, and all these Internet of Things devices, which are really proli- pro- pro- sorry, proliferating in uh, in this uh, fourth revolution, fourth industrial revolution that's that's coming upon us, and I think that the more endpoints there are, the more vulnerability there is, and I think CrowdStrike really has a, a lock on their ability to uh, to secure it, especially with their their cloud-based um, platform. Okay, that sounds pretty bullish. So I guess my the question in bullish the long run, hold off in the short run. Okay, yeah, because the sales are expected to be up 78% in 2021 and 40% in 2022. So the sales growth is amazing, but they have a 52 billion market cap. And if you're going off of 2022's estimates, their only uh, revenue is supposed to be 1.2 billion on that kind of market cap. So that's pretty pricey, as you said, with the price to sales ratio over 40. And like I said, I mean, they just did turn a positive EBITDA, and I can I expect them to continue to move towards profitability. Analysts are expecting 2021 this next year to be um, their first profitable EPS year, um, and they have been able to to drive um, positive free cash flows as well. So that's you know a positive sign uh, moving forward here. But like like we were saying, the valuation is not ideal at this point in time. Okay. 
So let's turn to a few other names. I, I did look at Zscaler because that was in, you know, these uh, these ETFs and it was one of the largest holdings and they use the subscription model the same way. And um, they se seems like their emphasis is more just on the Internet because it's a security platform. So the Internet is fast and secure. Mm -hmm. um, but I I feel like they're pretty pricey here as well. The shares are up 258% over the last year, and they went IPO in 2018, up 500% since the IPO, but they have strong sales growth expected too. This fiscal 2021, up 41%, fiscal 22, up 31%, and um, on their last earnings report, which was not that long ago, was on December 2nd, revenue growth, for the first quarter of fiscal 2021 was up 52%. So again, this is another one that's seeing the big growth, but you have to be a little concerned about valuation. It's interesting actually, Crowds, CrowdStrike and uh, the Zscaler stock are tracking almost perfectly together if you look at a 52-week a chart. Um, and it's 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 the same type of idea. These, these both these companies are born on the cloud, and these are the kind of cybersecurity platforms that people need right now, with everybody being mobile and the continuously mobile world. Um, and you know, again, a, another valuation issue. I think this company's has a price to sales of about, I think it's I want to say thirty nine times price to sales <laughs> forward sales, um, which is just you know ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. It's 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 where we're at today, and this market euphoria is going to come to an end. I think there is a reckoning, and I think these two stocks are two stocks to watch. Once we do, um, we we do see this correction in the market. Now, what about one of the smaller plays? A lot of these companies we've been talking about have you know twenty five to fifty billion market caps, and I was kind of snooping around and noticed the smaller company Qualys. Qualys, sorry, I'm always bad on the names. Q-L-Y-S is the ticker, but they provide cloud-based security and compliance solutions. They only have a 4.7 billion market cap, so I consider that to be pretty small here. And I even wrote down the number of employees, but this was as of a year ago. They only had 1,200 employees. So these shares were up 46% over the last year. They are at new five-year highs, but just not quite as expensive even on a PE level, um, PE of 40. So that sounds rather cheap compared to some of these other ones. Um, but sales growth a little bit more muted. 2021 sales growth is only supposed to be 12.7%. And um, in third quarter, they saw revenue growth, growth of 13%, but they did raise 2020 revenue guidance and 2020 EPS guidance. So we're gonna get their fourth quarter results coming soon. But some of these smaller plays might be a way to uh, maybe get some more value in there if you're looking around at these that maybe the big guys aren't necessarily the ones to go with. So keep that in mind if you're looking around at some of these. Um, so let, let me ask you, Dan, about the consumer side, because a lot of these companies we're talking about you know, protections of government or corporations, enterprises, but there is the play on the consumer side too of, I want my own protection. Mm -hmm. I, I want to know, 
that, um, you know, I'm not going to be scammed or robbed or something, cybercrime. So you were telling me before we started the podcast that um, this company went public just a couple months ago in 2020. McAfee Corp, MCFE is the ticker there. They have an $8 billion market cap already, but um, they are on much more on the consumer side, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they do have an enterprise uh, you know, segment, but their biggest growth factor right now is consumer security. And they're, they're showing 20 plus growth on uh, quarter to quarter or annual basis, quarter over quarter. And, uh, you know, the company is, is actually valued at a pretty reasonable, reasonable price right now. If, yeah. if, we're, looking, if we're looking at a, um, let me see, if we're looking at a, uh, a price to sales compared to all these other companies, it's at a 2.6. I you know we're talking about CrowdStrike oh. at a, a, a 40 plus price to sales. You know, McAfee's sitting here at a 2.6 and it's still got growth, like I said, on their consumer side of 20 plus yeah. um, year over year. It's it's looking like a good value play like we were talking about with uh, with Qualia or, <laughs> or however you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think this could be a good opportunity to get on a ground floor of a company that's been around for a while. Um, but it's it's finally coming into its own after you know some some shifting around. Um, it's coming into its own as its own uh, you know obviously enterprise and its own IPO uh, earlier this year. Yeah, it actually has a PE of twelve point seven. <laughs> I would yeah. never thought I would find any cybersecurity stock with the PE of that low. Which, yeah, crazy reasonable considering they're expected to see growth moving forward yeah. here. I mean, it's it's yeah. a stock definitely to take a look at. And they're yielding 2% annually as well. So wow, really? Consider. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. Should, should investors just, well, we already talked about this. Should we just be waiting then? And how do we know what a pullback is 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 a pullback only going to be five percent down ten percent is it you know what what is going to drive drive something bigger yeah i've I've heard so much about this impending pullback and where the bubbles are going to be and in my opinion i think the bubbles are going to be sitting in these companies that obviously have had this euphoric growth like companies like crowdstrike um you know Tesla, Palantir, but I think a lot of it's going to be the the red inked bottom line companies that have um, that have this Wall Street bets backing, should I say, with these these guys these guys on Wall Street bets. I know I've talked about this before on your show. Um, don't really have any idea what's going on in the markets. They just like the name, and they they have driven Tesla. And I've I've heard Jim Cramer say this. He said that Wall Street bets has more power more influence than any one investment uh, group on Wall Street, which wow. is just unbelievable in my opinion. And yeah. it's probably not false right now. They've yeah. driven so much growth in this uh, in this 2020 market. And this is something that happened in 2000, or sorry, in 1999, there are these uh, internet blog sites, and internet chat rooms popped up all over the place talking about what stocks to buy and people yeah. really didn't know what they were talking about. So it's kind of reminiscent of this dot-com bubble 
Um, and obviously, I don't think there's going to be a uh, an explosion in the market like we saw in uh, in the 2000s or the early 2000s. But I think there is definitely a pullback on the horizon, and um, it's just a matter of time. Uh, we had a you know the blue wave happening. It's funny when when the capital was stormed, we really didn't have a pullback. Um, because people were so excited about Georgia turning blue and they're expecting more and more stimulus. But there's a there's a point where, you know, the stimulus runs out, the euphoria runs out and people realize, where are we? We're we're yeah. about, you know, what evaluation that's just completely unsustainable. Inflation is on the way up. The Fed's being pressured to raise rates, and once the for the you know once the the, the Fed has any thought of raising rates, you know the markets are gonna you're gonna be hit like that. You know they're gonna they're gonna yeah. be taking pulled back five, ten, fifteen, twenty percent even. Um, and you know I think right now we're just trying to figure out where we're at. And a blue wave means that more regulation could be on the horizon for a lot of these companies, which could mean more taxes. And you know more concern about where their revenue is going to be coming from in the future. Okay, those are all good things to keep in mind because I do feel like a lot of investors are chasing right here, and mm -hmm. maybe you should have a plan for if there is a pullback here on when you can get into some things a little bit cheaper or seek out you know the cheaper names if there are any in the area that you're looking in. But it turns out, you know, we didn't have to do that much digging to actually find some that are at least a little bit cheaper here in the cybersecurity area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So well, yeah, a lot of these fresh names, like I said, McAfee is, is not a company that's being highly covered right now. Not a lot of people no. are looking at that company. So no. that's those are the opportunities that you see are the companies that aren't being seen yet, especially by company that by uh, blogs like Wall Street Bets. Once Wall Street Bets gets it's scent of any of this type of thing, you know, that stock is is on its way to the, the moon. <laughs> yeah. um, well, this will be an interesting area to watch as the year goes on, because I feel like more is going to come out about the the big fire eye hack. And it could have some implications for some of these stocks, both good and bad, actually, going forward here. But we'll see. I know that, uh, you know, the Congress is going to be holding hearings and whatnot on on what happened there so it's going to be in the news it's not, none of the security issue is not going away anytime soon no and i i think the expertise of these coders you know internationally and domestically is only going to increase and the threats are you know obviously only gonna only going to be more prevalent in the future yeah Okay, let me recap some of the tickers here. If you're interested in investing in this area and or just following it, um, you're going to need to know some of these. So the ETFs I talked about were the Global X Cybersecurity ETF, BUG, BUG, and the First Trust NASDAQ Cybersecurity ETF, CIBR is that ticker. And then we talked about a couple names here. Of course, CrowdStrike, CRWD. FireEye is F-E-Y-E, Zscaler is Z-S, and Qualys is Q-L-Y-S, and McAfee, that was the cheap one, M-C-F-E. And as always, I aim to please, so if you have a topic you really want me to cover, 
tweet it at me and you may hear about it on this show. So I'm always open to some good ideas and what everybody's investing in out there. And otherwise, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single show because who knows what we're going to be covering next could be um, another hot area because there's plenty of them. So get us on SoundCloud. You can also get us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. I know we're in a whole bunch of other just various platforms you can subscribe, but get us somewhere. And um, next week, I'll be back with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.